Hi everyone, this is Dr. Sarah Yu. Uh, I'm host of Dr. Sarah Yu show for today's American World, as well as the host of Dr. Sarah for U.S. Senate candidate show, as well as uh, You Right and You Vision TV broadcast show. Today I have a special guest, uh, uh, Kim Carey is here. Uh, welcome, Kim Carey. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, doctor. My name is Kim Curry. I'm a 33-year uh, radio broadcaster who in uh, 2005 was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Uh, through the magic of modern medicine, uh, after about eight years, my condition leveled off and it took a few years of my time to be able to realize that I wasn't going to die. From that, I became an author. I, I wanted to write the story about my condition, my radio career, and then what it was like to realize that it cost to be disabled in America. I wrote that book and then I continued writing and I've got three books out now. Oh, great. Great. So tell me about a little bit about your books. Yeah. Okay, well, um, like I said, the first one is uh, was my memoir um, and it was a story about my radio career. I was in radio broadcasting for 33 years uh, I was lucky enough to work in some of the best radio stations in America and some of the best towns in America. I, I worked in Knoxville. I also worked in uh, Baltimore. I was in Washington, D.C. for a while, San Antonio. But I spent 25 of 33 years in Miami, Florida, uh, working on some of the biggest radio stations in those areas. Uh, so I wanted to tell, that's what the memoir talks about my career. It talks about the promotions, about the stars that I met, about some of the things that we did. Uh, and through that book, I discussed some of my multiple sclerosis situations. Um, doctor, my MS didn't just appear when I turned 50. Uh, my MS was teasing me my entire life. I just didn't know what it was. Uh, when I was in fifth grade, I could tell one time I was having trouble walking and for a long time, I just, in my mind, I knew I couldn't walk very well. And that was in fifth grade. Uh, MS is an exacerbation thing. So later in life, suddenly, I thought I'd been uh, stung by killer bees. I, uh, my eye vision had left. I couldn't walk again. My arm, my hand curled up. So my the, that book talks about my radio career, talks about the MS that was going through my life. And then all of a sudden, it talks about 2005, when I was diagnosed, they confirmed that I had multiple sclerosis and I had was forced from the radio business. Uh, and then my second, my second book is a book that I wrote uh, that talks about what happened to a small American town and its only radio station in 1987 when Ronald Reagan, the president, uh, vetoed the Fairness in Broadcasting Act. The Fairness in Broadcasting Act uh, contained the fairness doctrine that was the rule that required equal time for contrasting points of view. Mr. Reagan felt that giving equal time for contrasting points of view uh, took away from your rights of the First Amendment. Uh, but when Mr. Reagan took away the uh, vetoed the Fairness uh, Act and rescinded the Fairness Doctrine, that brought on a certain type of radio broadcasters in America who got on radio and began to uh, lie about po politicians and tell stories that weren't true. Uh, and you know, when, when you, when you tell stories that aren't true and you don't get to debate the facts, then the lies are predominant. So when Ronald Reagan rescinded the fairness doctrine, 
he really caused a real problem in America. It brought on guys like Rush Limbaugh and, 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 and now has given you Fox News, who, by the way, is now in court uh, concerning this very issue. Uh, they, they've been proven to lie. They were lying on their broadcast airwaves and they knew they were lying. Uh, and they were using those lies to create a monetary income. So that is the second book. The third book talks about how America could fix this problem. Bonnie's Law, The Return to Fairness, is a story about a little girl who is a genius. And she grows up knowing that this law has been a problem in her town because the fact that the radio station, there was only one, only one radio station, and that radio station continued to broadcast these lies and it created friction in the town, so much so that it eventually ended up with a big fire in town and caused her to be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life and caused the death of 17 people. So she spends the rest of her life figuring out that yes, we she understood that Ronald Reagan thought that, that the fairness doctrine was antagonistic to the rights given in the, in the First Amendment, but she also believed that you can't lie unabated. And she eventually ends up in Congress uh, and is running on the premise that we need to bring back some sort of the fairness doctrine to America. And that's what the second book is about. I mean, I'm sorry, that was the third book, I'm sorry. So there you go. Uh, I think uh, audience should we uh, read your books? Uh, uh, there is many value to know, understand the uh, Reagan season, how you know the fairness is the doctrines. You know, thank you so much for that. Can you uh, can you explanation the uh, Lula, uh Reagan's region? What were reason for the uh, design the fairness doctrine? Yeah. Well. What was the reason for the fairness doctrine? Is that the question? Yeah, why he support, why, why he did not support. The okay, well, um, like I said, um, this is a rule that was actually in there. It used to be you couldn't lie on American broadcast airwaves. That's what the fairness doctrine was all about. If, some, if you heard, if you as a citizen heard someone lying on a radio or a television station, you had the right to go to that radio station or TV station and demand equal time to prove the lie was a lie. That means if someone got on and gave disinformation, lied without telling anything that was with any proof, then you had the right to get equal time to say, wait a minute, this is a lie and here's why. Well, when that rule goes away in 1987, suddenly all you get are people on the radio who just lie, 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 and there's no debate. The lies run rampant. And so President Reagan, I think, made a mistake. And I think if Mr. Reagan knew what today's society was, how divided we are, and knew that his reason, the reason for it was that decision, I don't think he'd like himself. I think he would have preferred leaving America a little bit more together as opposed to divided. And the fact that you can lie all the time, like I said, Fox News is up for right now. They're, they're in the, it's going to be into the Supreme Court about telling rampant lies to make money and knowing that they were lying. Can you write, can you rightfully be able to lie knowing you're just making money for it? That's what's going to go to the Supreme Court. Okay, 
So you wrote uh, three books. So how, what is the motivation to no, your time main message, uh, like core message to you wanna to give your audience, like, uh, uh, you know, who read uh, your followers. So what is the, uh, why, what is motivation? It's what is your three core message? Yeah. Well, the motivation, surprisingly enough, uh, is my story about what happened to a small American town and its only radio station after this decision was made by Reagan is actually a true story that happened to me and my father. My dad got me my job in radio when I was 17 years old. I went off and had a huge radio career, but throughout those 33 years of my radio career, I'd come home and visit my dad. And my dad had the job at the radio station and then he got me a job. So we had a real connection. We loved radio. So we would talk all the time on the telephone and I'd come home and we'd talk about the radio station. And I came home at one point and, and, he, and he was upset that the guys that he used to work with, because he eventually left there, but the guys he would work with that he used to work with at the radio station were being fired. And these syndicated radio guys, these Rush Limbaugh type guys were taking the place uh, of, of his friends. And, and he thought he didn't like that because his friends were all being fired for these syndicated radio guys who were spewing lies. And my father felt it was dividing the city. He felt that the things that were being said on the radio station were causing trouble in town. So that's really where the basis of my story comes from, is this is a conversation my father and I had. His radio station, the place he used to work at, that his friends worked at, uh, all, all of a sudden, everyone was dismissed and replaced by syndicated liars, syndicated hucksters. And my dad felt that it, it affected his hometown. And so that's where the motivation came for me to write these stories, because the truth is, this is simply legislation. The division that was caused by Ronald Reagan vetoing the Fairness and Broadcasting Act and rescinding the Fairness Doctrine is simple legislation. If, if everybody got on the same page, and believe me, I talk about my books to people, I do seminars, and I've talked to Republicans and Democrats, and both of them think, you know, we'd like to know the truth. We'd love to know the truth as opposed to everybody yeah. lying. So yes. in reality, both Republicans and Democrats would love to have the Fairness Doctrine back, because when you hear a lie, wouldn't you like to have the right to go call somebody a liar. Okay, then uh, you know, the, could you uh, could you think that Congress uh, should return to fairness doctrine right now? Or well, right now, like I said, this is what they call Section Two Thirty. This is this is what's in is going to the Supreme Court right now. Is the debate over Section Two Thirty? Okay, once the fairness doctrine was taken out. Once syndication happened and you had all these guys that are spewing what they spew, they replaced the fairness doctrine with Section 230. And the simple thing that Section 230 says is that Facebook is not responsible for the lies they spew. It says Instagram is not responsible for the lies they spew. Section 230 says Fox News isn't responsible for the lies they spew. So what does what kind of sense does that make? There are many people every every now and then recently is the last couple of years 
it's come up in Congress to return to a style of the fairness doctrine. But it's a real balance because the Republicans don't want to have it. They shut it down. They don't want to talk about it every time it comes up. But it could become law again. We need to control the lies that are being spewed out in America. Okay, great, great. You did a great answer. And, uh, and uh, uh, tell me about a little bit your personal life. Maybe your, you know, your, uh, you know, audience right, who are listening, uh, yeah. you know, the, your your show as well as your books. Uh, so my thinking of what kind of person, what kind of struggle, I, as I know, you have some kind of uh medic medical problem right now right and then previous can you tell me your life how you overcome multiple you know diagnosis you have it yeah okay well as i was said that i had exacerbations through my entire life i had times when i everything was fine and then suddenly my hand would curl up or i'd lose vision in my right eye i didn't know what these things were it just so happens in 2004 all of these things that were happening, like I couldn't walk straight, something was wrong with my gait, uh, my hand was curling up, I couldn't see. This was happening a lot in 2004. So I went to the doctor because my wife said, we got to figure this out. And I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, uh, which was a complete change in my life. Uh, the, the life that I lived before the MS, I was a fairly famous radio DJ in big cities. And at the time I was diagnosed, I was running the number one radio station in Miami, Florida, and that's Power 96. It's still on now, but it's not as successful as it was when I was there with my staff back in the 1990s up to 2005. Uh, so I had to go from being a very famous radio guy running a very big radio station uh, to a guy that suddenly had to shift over to a medical condition that could actually kill me, MS kills people. And at that time, my condition was failing quickly. Uh, my doctors got me on medicine as soon as he possibly could. At that time, it was the medicine Rebif. I was on Rebif for about eight years. Uh, I took seven different uh, steroid treatments during those eight years to try to calm the brain down. That's really what MS is. You get lesions on your brain and then stress is related because once those lesions begin to get fired up, it reacts in your body. I mean, you know, I have my, my MS lesions are controlling my lower legs from about just below my, my waist down to my legs. My legs are in constant seizure. And if I become stressed, if things start to bother me, those exacerbations in my legs make my legs stick out straight. So that's what happens with MS. You get the lesions, you get them in your neck. Uh, I, I have terrible vertigo that, that I was going through for years. Uh, but so for eight years, my doctor had me on Rebif. Uh, he was giving me uh, solumeterol treatments to calm my brain down. I was taking experimental MS drugs to try to calm my brain down, to slow the condition down because I really, in my mind, I thought I was gonna die after eight years. Then the doctor said, we're going to change your medicine because there were, when I first got diagnosed, there were only five MS drugs at the time. Well, in the eight years after I got diagnosed, there were now eight different drugs, one of them called Copaxone. So the doctor took me off Rebif and put me on Copaxone, and he insisted that I take high doses of vitamin D, 
Now, doctor, I was a radio DJ. I used to put my mother on the radio with me. And my mother would have sniffles when she was on the radio with me. And she'd say, make sure you take your vitamins. And I'd say, vitamins don't work because you've got a cold, mom. Well, I didn't take him seriously. For six months, I took the Copaxin change and I didn't do the vitamin D. But my wife finally insisted. So I started taking 30,000 IUs of vitamin D every day. And six months after that, I stopped feeling like my brain was on fire. Six months after that, I wasn't having the exacerbations I was having. I was starting to really calm down. So the change in the medicine and the high doses of vitamin D basically stopped the progression of the disease in my body and in my brain. I'm not getting any better, but I'm not getting any worse. But after eight years of having to deal with the stress of thinking I was really going to die, it took a few years for me to try to come back from that. Because remember, a famous DJ guy running the big Miami radio station then suddenly stopped to a medical condition and then suddenly, wait a minute, I'm not going to die. It took years for me to transition out of that. In that transition is when I decided to learn to write my story. I wanted to tell the story of my career, of the MS, and I wanted to tell the story that it cost to be disabled in America. I didn't know this until I became disabled. It cost to be disabled in America. So that's how I got started writing. Uh, I actually had to hire a writing coach because when you're a radio DJ, and, and you can probably tell, doctor, you really, it's kind of hard to shut me up because I'm the kind of guy who can talk. Well, it's different telling a story on the radio and writing it on paper. So uh, I had to hire a lady who taught me for a year how to tell stories and how to write. And that's when I wrote my memoir. And then I continue writing, like I said, my other two books, which are, as, as I told you, are stories from my father and me. These, and this is a real concern. And I wrote the stories to remind people that this happened and that, yes, we can go back to the days of the fairness doctrine. You can go on and say whatever you want, but when you're lying and I can bring proof that you're lying, I demand equal time to do so. That's all we're looking for in America. And I think if we had it that way, it would be a better place. But... So, uh, thank you so much. You're an uh, older, uh, you know, the, uh, your, your older thought, uh, you know, wrote long, you know, three book, long time, take your energy and effort writing those books to know us, uh, you know, many of our fair, uh, you know, doctrines, uh, uh, history as well as where we need to go. So, uh, as I'm a politics uh, candidate, so I want to know to you know, what is the uh what is we need to focus on in Congress? You know, you said to Congress have to return the fairness doctrine. Uh, where is we need to focus on exactly? You know, you told about the what is the fairness uh, doctrine, right? So there is so many elements. So, but what exactly you want to give a last message to the? Yeah, you know, political leaders today, yeah. Well, but, I think, I just think it's important that everyone, it, it's obvious to everyone that this country is hugely divided. There is a division in this country that is deep. And I guarantee you that division has grown larger since 1987. 
I'm 68 years old this year. I've watched this planet. I, I remember the day John Kennedy was assassinated. I went into the auditorium uh, to my little gymnasium, the gymnasium in my school the day that JFK was assassinated. I became political on that day. And I've observed America. And America has a lot to give and a lot to, to, to take from people. Um, but unfortunately, the decision by this one president has caused a division and a schism in America that has not been cured. And we're going to have to find a way to do it. And I think all we're simply asking for, in fact, the Supreme Court may take care of this. Like I said, Section 230 is now with the Supreme Court. Can Fox News knowingly lie and monetize that? That's what is in front of the Supreme Court right now. So all I'm saying, all we're saying, all we're asking is if you hear a lie and you know someone is on the on broadcast airwaves, and that's another. So, you know, people, so people, there is a left, left, right, 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 right said to left, right, left, left said right is, uh, you know, right. So what do you do? There is this, you know, CNA, you know, in the box use as well as there is a box is right, right? So uh many other like uh cna or many other use uh, most in the left so who is uh, who is right you, you well know. You, you please please understand when you go and see who owns these broadcast facilities they are owned by the republicans they've been saying for years that broadcasts like uh, cnn and all those places are owned by democrats they're not do better research they're owned by republicans okay so that's all facade um I realize that there are a variety of different ways you get your information right now because of the internet, you've got your phone, you got us. But there needs to be a place for America and Americans to go for the truth. And here's what I propose, simply this, broadcast airwaves. If the radio that you listen to comes out of a transmitter, which is how they have, that's a real radio station, and if the TV you watch comes out of a transmitter and you watch that TV on your TV screen and it's out of a transmitter, then the then those particular facilities should have the fairness doctrine. Just let them have it. Put it right there on those two things, on radio and on television in America. When someone lies, you have you can go back and have honest, open debate. Now, does that work for Instagram and does that work for uh, Facebook? No, no. But there should be a place that you can go. And, and, and American can they go, well, you know what I'll do? I'll turn on my radio station and I'll be able to find the truth. I'll turn on my TV and I'll be able to find the truth. Just the broadcast facilities that come out of transmitters could be connected to the Fairness Doctrine. That way, at least there's a place people could go and hear honest debate because you don't get honest debate any place anymore. Okay, thank you so much for your older uh, participation or the interview. Uh, uh, and they, I want to remind everybody that, yeah. that you can find all the information out at krcurry.com. That's where you find out about my books here, krcurry.com. Thank you. Great, great. Thank you so much, older audience. Uh, we have a uh, you know, special guest, uh, uh, Kim uh, so if you want to know more about, go to his uh, website. I will post on the all the, his information also, as well as uh, know more about him and his uh, order about Bernie's doctrine. Uh, please buy his books. Uh, thank you for your time, uh, Kim 
you know, do you have any last message? I just want everybody to participate in the process. Great, Thank great. you very Thank much. You. Thank you so much.